And hello and welcome everyone to the Comic Multiverse, where the world of nerd meets. Of course, Matt, it is the week after our big fandom show. Thank you everyone who came out and watched that live. I think we had one of our biggest crowds ever, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, it was something like almost 100 people come out. Yeah, and uh, thank you for watching the show later on Wednesday when it aired. I think we have, like, uh, we're, we're almost at the 2K mark, which for the show is pretty good. It doesn't always hit the 2K mark, so I'm glad to see that. Uh, it's also the show uh -oh. about it. We, uh, do, we have do, some theories. <laughs> your, your camera and everything is, like, stuttering. <laughs> you, like, you, like, stop, like, mid-sentence. I don't know what the hell happened there. Am I fine now? No, you're not. You're, like, really laggy. That's weird. Why? I don't know. I hear your voice perfectly. It's, your, your, like, your camera is, like, really wag laggy. Uh, what if I what if I try hitting it? Like an old <laughs> tube TV. Will that do something? We just have to do you by flipbook now. Like, you know, like, one frame yeah. per page. Yeah, that's fair. Well, so long as people can hear me. Oh, yes, it's catching up on my end now. I can see it all yeah. fucked up on this end. Yeah, yeah You're okay. coming through perfectly. You're crystal clear that's weird that's really weird that my video is but that's okay if you only listen to the audio version of this <laughs> then you'll be getting the real experience maybe again, just turn it's... your camera off and on on the skype thing yeah that's probably not a bad idea i'm gonna do that right now that's usually how it works right turn it on and off again <laughs> i will turn it off one mississippi two mississippi three mississippi and back on again Hopefully that did the trick. <laughs> Again, these are the great technical difficulties that you'll only find when you watch us live Sunday at 10. There you go. You, you look like you're back. We'll see if that happens again, because I'm fairly certain that actually happened before. That's so fucking weird. That's so crazy. What the hell was I talking about again? Oh, yeah. Uh, next week's the Halloween show, and Matt and I are still trying to figure out what we're going to do. We're probably going to do a commentary. We'd love to do an Amazon watch along, but the only problem with that is is that he's got different movies on Australian Amazon. I have different ones on Canadian Amazon, so it's trying to figure out a good one. Also, too, because it's Halloween, we want to do something horror-related. Would Amazon, would, would they bust you for content if it was, like, overly bloody or, like, nudity and shit? I don't know. I, I mean, you can do those watch parties, and the, the watch parties are built into Twitch. Yeah. It's weird, right? So like, obviously, I would imagine you you can. Yeah, yeah, because it's like you would. Uh, why would they give you the ability to do a watch along if they were gonna like start, you know, giving you shit about what you could do? Because if that was the case, they'd only let you do certain movies. I mean, I mean, what 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 we could do? Well, because I was thinking about this during the week is, um, I could set up the show so it 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 does like what like a lot of the other people do, like Red Letter Meter and all that, where it shows just parts of the movie, right. And like, and then just cut back to us, and then we that just might talk. Be a good and they've idea. got the chat window and whatnot. And... That's a solid idea. Yeah, do that, and then if shit gets too uh, too saucy and we feel we might get demonetized, cut away. Yeah, and I can always uh, like edit it in post for like the actual uh, VOD version. Good idea. Thank you, Matt. Everyone, thank Matt for helping fix our problem. <laughs> And then I was thinking, too, where it's like, well, fuck, if we can't end up doing that, if we can't watch some, like, cheesy B-grade horror movie like I want, I guess we'll watch New Mutants because it's technically superheroes <laughs> and technically horror. <laughs> I, gotta find, horror. I gotta find what, like, that's on, actually. I have no fucking clue. I mean, didn't they eventually put it all on the Disney app? I think so. I want to say, like, my Disney... I think my 
my subscription lapsed mainly because they are they wanted me to pay 120 dollars for oh, a year shit. subscription because they got the star and yeah, and, uh, yeah like all this stuff and like conversion rates and stuff so it was, it was yeah, quite they, expensive i know they did up their thing just recently they're like hey everybody we're putting some more uh and we're gonna charge you a little more now because we have more content yeah <laughs> yeah cowboy in the chat yes uh, i did see halloween kills this week and yes it was a little rough in parts it was wasn't it i mean i enjoyed it in the same way i love every sort of cheesy slasher movie it's only as soon as it was done where i'm like hey wait a minute <laughs> i know so i'm just happy like, yeah yeah stabbing people with like fluorescent tubes and like hey, killing people up. with like knives and everything yeah that's all cool and then say like, hey wait that, that mob scene uh, that, that like mob justice was kind of cringy and like forced. that was stupid Lori <laughs> yeah. doesn't do anything in the whole movie she sits in her hospital bed and waits for the third and one says, evil hey. dies tonight like A over lot. and over and over again yeah boy hey tommy doyle's not as good in this was when he was paul rudd in the other shitty halloween I, movie I, I think i think it was red letter media who uh who put it really well where it's like 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 because like they bring back a lot of like the cast from like the older films yep. like the nurse Basically everyone and, is alive yeah. yeah yeah tommy doyle and all that sort of stuff and it's like w like why are they still like harping on about this thing that happened 40 years ago like 40 years ago like some guy killed three people like especially like especially and, and you compare it to like they they said i think it was mike who said it. they it's like compare it to now we've got like school shootings and like, every week. terrorist attacks every week it's like who gives a shit <laughs> Which is something that the 2018 movie actually got, and this yeah. new one doesn't seem... It's like it actually got dumber in between. Yeah. I, again, they, they wanted three films, so this one had to Clearly. be like the one that's like, okay, this is the filler issue. <laughs> I, I tell you what, though. I would very much watch a whole spinoff that's just Mike McDonald, the uh, the legend of Big John and Little John. Because please, <laughs> pl please, I, I really need to know how this gay couple moved to this town. And it's like, oh, so this is a murder house, you say. Oh, he murdered his whole family. Oh, and then he came back, uh, what is it, like 20 years later and killed three more people? Oh, so there's a chance he could come back. Oh, now this house tells a story. Surely I, we must flip it. I, I kind of wish they, they they did that in in the movie with them. Where it's like, they, it's like they bought the house because of the story. And they're like, yeah, this is kind of like fucked up, but we're going to make like bank selling it. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just like, there has to be a whole story around that we didn't hear. Because, like, surely, like, the small Haddonfield real estate agent is like, no, you really don't want to buy this house, guys. You really, really don't. Yeah, and they got it for, like, a steal. Oh, yeah. You would very much think so that they got it for a steal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everyone else asking about Dune. Did you watch the Dune this week? I didn't watch the Dune I this week. I watched the Dune this week. I prefer the David Lynch version. That's what I'm hearing a lot of people say. Yeah, this one feels way too generic sci-fi. I like when I think of Dune, I think of like all the weird shit, mm. uh, uh, like uh, David Lynch Dune and what uh, Alejandro uh, Jawlowski's Dune was going to be like. All that like just weird iconography, trippy and all that. And, shit. Yeah. And here it's just like I get. I guess because it's part one, it has to like ease audiences in. And part two might be where all like the weird shit is, or the weirding mm. ways and the muadibs and whatnot. <laughs> The uh, the best review I read for the thing is like this is the longest prologue ever. This is yeah. like if they took that like first like ten minutes of Lord of the Rings where they like give you the origin of the yeah. ring and Sauron. If they, what if that was stretched out to be the whole movie? Pretty much, yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's a hell of a thing. Yep. 
That is a hell, hell of a thing. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, everyone, we actually do have a fair amount of news this week, which is surprising because I assumed after fandom there would be nothing. Yeah, well, to be fair, like, half the news we're talking about is Marvel. Yes, half it's Marvel. Marvel had its big uh, solicitations released this week, so there's a lot of stuff to cover. Yeah, but there was one story we didn't put in first that we should probably mm. talk about, uh, which Before we kind of we forgot do, because uh, of, like, you, some Michael. other things as well. Yes, thank thank you for for uh, joining us in that DC fandom coverage. That was great. That was yeah. really fun. It's 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 a high point of our year now that it is a yearly thing. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty then. So uh, yes, uh, the big piece of news we didn't cover because it got washed away by another similar but also very horrible piece of news, and that is a uh, Ruby Rose came out this week and uh spoke on her departure from the cw batman show or batwoman show i should say yeah uh matt i remember you and i covered this story way back when and we were both you know shocked and gobsmacked where it's like well why why is she leaving after only one season that doesn't make any sense no one else left you know she she says she's leaving under her own power she says that it's her choice and everything but in the back of our minds you and i were both like we're not going to find out the true story about this until years later huh there's going to be something horrible we find out yeah and lo and behold there is <laughs> so the way that uh she tells it ruby rose and the only reason she says she's speaking out now is that uh, uh B- batwoman is entering what it's it's second season it's third season third season yeah right and basically i guess a lot of fans were really inundating her after fandoming like oh when are you gonna come back oh are we gonna see you again you know oh well you know we ever see your character again in the show and basically she just had a little bit of a breakdown and was like i'm fucking sick of hearing this thank you cowboy you know i'm sick of you guys asking you know let me now tell you the real story of what happened to me working on the set and she uh she makes some very very uh harsh allegations here oh yeah uh, I mean, I guess where do we start on this one? I know the big rumor at the time when she left is that, you know, uh, it, it, it was related to an injury that yeah. she suffered. Yeah, yeah, she did something to her back or oh, her neck, I think. Her like, because... neck, and she needed surgery for it. Right, because Ruby Rose just didn't act on the show. She also did stunts. Yeah, which I, like, I don't mind like actors actually doing stunts and everything i think it's it's kind of cool like if they push themselves to do it but there is people that like that's their profession you know that's their job yeah again ruby rose very rare in the industry not a lot of people do that again it's the very jackie chan sort of thing Mm -hmm. to you know act and do your own stunts uh yeah she suffered a very serious injury i believe she said it was two herniated discs in her back by her spine that, you know, if they shifted too much, could have crippled her. And uh, the story she tells is that she was basically, you know, harangued and, you know, uh, bullied by not... I thought it was just a producer, as I found out later. It was actually, like, the head of the CW. It was like, look, you better get your ass back to work right now. I don't care if you have to work her. If you don't get back to work, I'm firing everyone. Yeah, so she, she like, had surgery for this, and then 10 days later, she was back on yeah. set. That's insane. Which is nuts. This lady apparently was really playing hardball with Ruby Rose there. Wouldn't even send a car for her. It was no. like, take a cab. Which like, yeah. ouch, that's pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, NR in the chat saying apparently there was some emails published today that actually corroborated Rose's claim. So okay. this isn't even just accusations and hearsay anymore. This is more or less confirmed. Uh, Rose would further go on to say that this was not an isolated incident and that many of the stunt people who worked on the Batwoman show were not well taken care of. She basically said they were running a very sloppy shop. 
Yeah, well, apparently it's something that happens like very very frequently on some of these cw shows because because this isn't the first time like something's happened there was no yeah. uh like on smallville uh the the main guy tom welling almost crashed his car because he was working long like 16 17 mm. hour days and they were telling him to drive himself back to like where he would be staying while they were shooting i think some guy from rivendale actually crashed his car because of that oh, sort Jesus. of stuff because he was so tired um and then yeah then all this stuff on on the back i'm sure there's much more as well the, well the two big accusations that rose says that she personally saw in her time is one lady actually got crippled by yep. like a piece of falling equipment and landed mm -hmm. like right on her head and did spinal damage and then another guy got like third degree burns over most of his body and you're thinking like well shit how have we never heard of this well apparently according to ruby rose the lady who was in charge of this covered up all of these things yeah and uh, that's also feeds into because they were they were working for so long they did they were actually the last show to stop when uh covid hit they filmed that's through, right. through covid and it was not and it was from government intervention when the government told like uh hollywood and all those people you got to shut down this is all fucked is when they closed uh production down right because i imagine they film that show in canada because they film all of them in <laughs> canada because it's cheaper <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah so that's pretty fucked up uh those are some pretty you know crazy claims that we now know are more or less corroborated uh dc and warner brothers fired back at her in a way that is very similar to what happened with the Ray Fisher situation, where they're like, uh, actually, she was the problem. Yeah, they they got, know. like, a crew member or something. Yeah, she, she was a diva. She was the real problem. She quit. We didn't secretly fire her, because that's the other thing Rose said. You know, I didn't quit. I was going to honor my contract. They fired me. Yeah. And the reason they say they fired her is that, you know, because as a stunt woman, she brought up a lot of these, you know, concerns and everything to people in charge. And that gave her like a bad reputation of someone rocking the boat and just ugh, it's just all really ugly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess that's like why they recast her and everything, why they did what they did in season two with like her character where they like recast Kate Kane and and then like sort of sent her off on a way that like she won't be mm. coming back at any time yeah. but it also like that also feels like i i'm pretty sure as well like the creators of the show wanted to do an original character not kate kane right and and, and this is that was like their way of like oh well, we got what we wanted yeah in a fucked up way but yeah, yeah this this shines a hell of a light on the treatment of crew and on the treatment of stunt people in, you know, some of our favorite shows and movies. And it's something we should definitely think about more because these are people who may very well be being abused and being taken mm -hmm. advantage of. And it couldn't come at like a more opportune time, this revelation, because obviously there was the big, uh, what is it like the big, uh, strikes big that almost union happened. Strike, yeah. 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 The big union strikes that were ultimately averted because the powers, well, they, that they were averted, but like a lot of people are probably going to be voting no on the, uh, the terms they agree to because they're not like mm. really good terms. They're like, they're a bit better, but they could be better than them. I, I, again, classic Bojack Horseman did a whole episode on this too, where it's like, look, well, what if we just abuse you a little bit? What if we just kick you in the nuts a little bit? Is that okay? <laughs> so there was that. And then of course the other big piece of news that, that ironically ties into this in a way, uh, uh, what is it? Alec Baldwin, of course, horrible accidental shooting on a movie because again, 
cast and crew negligence, someone not doing their job, and now there's actually a horrible death because of it. Yeah, that was like like a perfect storm of like bad things happening at once because you had like I think they kicked off like all the union members and were mm. running with like a, a, a scab crew, which is yeah, all all uh, non-union members and everything. Yeah. Uh, I think the the armor. This was like her second film or something. Yeah, and, she, and she's yikes. she was quite young as well, like twenty five or something at the time. Yeah, a lot of people too. This brought to mind the death of Brandon Lee, mm-hmm. which was ex- the basically the exact same thing happened yeah. all these years yeah. later, and nothing has gotten better. And it's just so fucking crazy. And again, makes you think. And hopefully, I I know you were saying that you know some productions have already really taken this to heart, and they're like, look, only digital uh, uh, muzzle flares from now on. We're actually going to try and make sure nothing this fucked up ever happens again. Yeah, they're switching out their live guns that they would have on set with airsoft ones. And like, why? Like, when airsoft was invented, why was why didn't that not become the norm? Like, and it's it's like the, the the guys in charge of that and like prop masters and stuff. They're they're creative people. They have to come up with these oh, yeah. props and like oh, for sure. fix them and stuff. Like, surely someone would have developed something that doesn't require you to actually load the gun for it to yep. fire. <laughs> Yeah, and potentially hurts one. I know there's like a whole like three-step uh, authentication process, mm-hmm. or at least they're supposed to be, you know, when a good trained crew that, you know, knows what they're doing and, you know, has yeah. their best interest taken care of, that's what they're supposed to do. So, yeah, here's a bunch of stories that together, you know, paint quite a picture of the industry, and it's something I hope more people pay attention to because, you know, there's a lot of heartbreak, and in this case, you know, death that could have been avoided if only people did the right thing. Absolutely. Uh, Michael Reese with uh, some interesting insight here going, wow, CW sounds like a scary place to work. Wonder uh, Grant Gustin looks like he's ready to run off that narrow. Yeah, you gotta wonder, because if these are like if these are the stories that are only coming out now from Ruby Rose, who is an actress who obviously has done other stuff and mm-hmm. had like, you know, other options. Yeah. Stephen Amell was an unknown when they grabbed mm-hmm. him. Grant Gustin, a basic unknown when they mm-hmm. grabbed him. How much shit do you think they went through and that, you know, just kept quiet or that they just thought was normal yeah well i uh, it's it's funny you should mention that it just reminded me of something i i read somewhere i think it was i'm sure i'm sure their set probably wasn't uh that good either but i i think it might have been david ramsey uh when he mm. was did an episode of like the flash he he like really loved the atmosphere there with like everyone and he's like oh they got like coolers full of coke for like when you come off the off a hot set and everything and all this sort of stuff and he went back to arrow and arrow didn't have any of that because arrow was like <laughs> a shit show and like he he approached some i don't know who it was it might have been mark guggenheim or someone and right. say if they could like do something similar to like help with morale and i think the guy said we'll do that when we're beating flash in the ratings Ooh. yeah that's that's pretty telling that's you can have a good set and you know yep. good care taken of you but only when you're making people money yeah and, and this is with arrow know. with like all those shitty scripts and probably probably long hours that kind of wrecked oh, yeah. Stephen ml a little bit there because he had he, oh, that... he had like panic attacks after finishing the show he had yeah, panic yeah. attack on uh i think it was michael rosenbaum's podcast they had to like cut the episode short because he, oh, he had like a huge attack and everything i didn't know about that that's that's deeply fucked and again you know we we like all these things but you know it's terrible to have to you know think that the thing you like is coming at you know the distress and harm of another human being absolutely yeah i i hope they fucking fix that shit because again 
they're clearly not stopping making these CW shows. They got that Naomi thing coming down the pipeline, mm-hmm. and geez, those all look like nice people, and I would hate to, you know, find out later. I know, right? I know. It, it, it's kind of disheartening. Very, very disheartening. And also, too, as someone said, no wonder Grant Gustin looks so fucking fried and so unenthused. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know what? I think this is going to be the last one, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, moving on from there to some happier news. Uh, apparently, Cyclops, uh, according to one of the new solicitations from Marvel this week, is going to be stepping down as the de facto leader of the X-Men to be replaced with a brand new character, Matt, called Captain Krakoa. Yeah, Captain Xavier has a handle on this character. Very much so. This this seems to be a story they've been building up to a while now across all of the X-Men books, and that is that Cyclops <laughs> is not a total team player no. for Krakoa and everything else. He has his own ideas, his own aspirations. He wants to be a traditional hero, and yeah, maybe they want someone leading the team who will just be a symbol of, you know, Krakoan propaganda <laughs> and who will do what they're told. Yeah, I, again, this feels like someone that, like, Xavier and, like, the Quiet Council would make. Because, like, the whole deal with, the, like, the X-Men team is where they'd be separate from the Quiet Council. They wouldn't answer to the Quiet Council. Mm-hmm. They'd be for, like, the people of Earth and protect the people of Earth as a hero yeah. team. and be. That's why they had, like, the treehouse and everything. Yeah. So, yes, I could see this being as sort of like, oh, this is our new leader. He definitely isn't here from Xavier and, and no, you know, no. reporting back to him. It's funny, too, because we've actually seen in the Duggan story so much interaction between uh, Cyclops and Captain America. So it's funny <laughs> to see Krakoa take that idea and be like, well, what if we had our own Captain America, though? Yeah, yeah. So this is a fun concept, and again, I think this is kind of the big concept the main X-Men book needs to kick it in the ass, because while I've been enjoying Duggan's time on X-Men, it's like, yeah, it's not blowing my mind like the other stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's a completely different, like, uh, it animal. Is. It, it totally is. It, it's much more in line with how X-Men used to be. Yeah, yeah. So it that, is that it's... palate cleanser. It is. It's you know. It's it's so hard to come down from the Hickman stuff and yeah. the Prakoa stuff. It's like you know, man, we were we were riding high there for a bit, and now now <laughs> we got to come down a little bit so we can go high again. Yeah, yeah. You can't you can't only have climbing heights, or eventually you have the problem where even amazing stuff feels like nothing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Captain Krakoa, fun concept. I'll be interested to see where it goes, especially because it's like, oh, well, this means Cyclops will actively be fighting against his team now that they've essentially iced him out. That'd be interesting. Does he set up another team? Does he? Yeah, does he start up a team to fight? Or is Captain Krakoa just Scott under a different uh, name? <laughs> is that the thing where it's just like, yeah, so I had to at least make it look like I was, you know, doing all this stuff and giving Xavier what he wanted, so now I just dress up like Captain Krakoa while also being it's Cyclops. It's a clone of Scott. Like a, another, or, like, version of Scott. Hey, what's Havoc doing recently? Yeah, nothing. It's just, it's Havoc. They get, hey, <laughs> Alex, we got a big job for you, buddy. <laughs> it's 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 literally like a clone Krakoan version of Captain America. Yeah. Oh, thank you for the follow there, too. Uh, Berk, I do believe. I'm unsure. <laughs> if I butchered that, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, this looks interesting. Again, you know, the X-Men series got a lot of stuff going down, and this isn't even the last uh, X-Men story we'll be talking about. No. 
Uh, moving on from there, we have a Fantastic Four story. Apparently, they're gearing up for their big event, what Dan Slott is calling like one of the biggest events he's ever written. It's called The Reckoning War. Yeah. Reckoning. <laughs> Are you ready for some reckoning, Matt? Is it the I'm day ready of for reckoning? some reckoning and some war. Some war. Again, all the events have war at the end of them now, Matt. You notice that every Marvel <laughs> event now. War. I wonder why. why. It probably has something to do with like a, a famous movie called Infinity War. Uh, like making war. lots of money. And <laughs> war. What is it good for? Apparently selling comic events, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. The Sinister Wars. The Reckoning Wars. All of the... Yeah, the Secret Wars. The Infinity Wars. All of the wars. <laughs> uh the the big talk here is that apparently we're going to be seeing the return of uh some classic villains here but in new forms and again he's being very coy about uh who these villains could be as i look at the like poster image for this is that fucking jack of hearts did jack of hearts come back when i wasn't paying attention it looks like him yeah jack of hearts his big thing is is that he blows up and kills scott lang during <laughs> yeah. like the beginning of the bendis era and then yeah. no one ever wrote about him ever again yeah he bombs the avengers uh mansion <laughs> yeah yeah he shows up he's a zombie he blows up that's the one thing we know about him yeah <laughs> again you know I, I feel like you and i were totally into like a new start for fantastic four when it started because it's like oh we finally got them again they were gone for so long and yeah you know this is a good place for dan slot and then i think you and i both just kind of dropped off around the same time yeah well no well, i think i stopped just because i had too many goddamn books but like i've so. like i've like been like keeping my eye on it like in my peripherals and you know it, it's apparently been pretty good yeah i mean you know thing got married that's pretty mm -hmm. big uh yeah. they that they made the son not a mutant anymore which that wasn't good that pissed people <laughs> off but let's face it he he totally is though <laughs> yeah yeah they're just that that that, that whole uh, that whole chip zadarsky thing was just about gaslighting franklin <laughs> the 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 second i swear the second slot is off that book they're gonna put it back yeah oh absolutely like that's one of those things where it's like you changed it now but you're gonna change it back any minute now yeah <laughs> yeah this is gonna be a big cosmic event you know a big thing uh with a whole group of villains that they, they look like scrolls but i'm guessing they're not scrolls again knowing dan slot i'm sure they're some crazy alien uh freaking pull from like a run i don't remember from yeah the 60s. offshoot of scrolls or something we haven't seen for you know 30 years or something <laughs> also the watcher clearly looks like he's going to be involved in this now so that's cool yeah we know he's back yeah so watcher's back and not only is he back but he's more popular now than ever <laughs> thanks to what if yeah also, is that the not quite uh, Nick Fury guy there too, or am I crazy with the glowing I eye? I I think so. I think because he's got yeah. the chains and everything. Yeah. Did they the, the unseen? Yeah. Did, yeah. I, I feel like didn't they change him back at the end of a story, or am I crazy? I know he came back at the end of a story as the unseen. Wasn't that Empire? Wasn't that the thing? And then yeah. the Watcher came back, and I'm like, well, shit. If the Watcher's back, doesn't that mean the unseen like ceases to exist? maybe it changes what the unseen means maybe i don't yeah, know the, uh, maybe it's just nick fury with powers now i guess so yeah because yeah that's the original nick fury who we've done nothing with in a long time because he's been this for like god for about as long as you and i have been doing comic youtube yeah uh, like all the way back in original sin yeah 
uh, KT reminding us there, yeah, the Doom wedding. Yeah, of course, there was the yep. Doom wedding. So, yeah, you can't say that, you know, Dan Slott rested on his laurels for this run. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of good Fantastic Four stuff because we, we have that Mark Russell run as well, which is just excellent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need to catch up on that. I kind of fell off, and I'm just like, you know what, this... Uh, unlike the spider-man one i feel like the fantastic four one probably reads better when it's all finished yeah i could see that yeah joe fisher says the external scrolls maybe i don't know maybe maybe i guess we'll find out uh so yeah there's your fantastic four news everyone maybe we'll check it out maybe we won't we'll see i guess i i just kind of like the idea that the fantastic four get something that they get a big event yeah yeah they're not just part of it they're like the main uh reason this yeah. event is happening and this is ju this is during like uh when all these new events come out there's this there's like timeless mm. there's uh i think it was called timeless there, there's that, that yeah. one with kang a uh, bunch of different the the wolverine ones all of those different ones it it just hits me is it called timeless because of marvel uh, marvel's connection to timely comics <laughs> maybe is that why because marvel used to be called timely comics and that's why it's called timeless <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh we're actually not done with fantastic four adjacent stuff because hey the silver surfer is going to actually be getting a brand new solo series very soon from ron mars and they've already given away a big thing that you can expect from it and that is they're going to be resurrecting the original captain marvel for it apparently i i think this was kind of like uh signaled in in the actual ca captain marvel book because they've got like a big event so cap too. coming up called like the battle of the captains or something or yeah something where a bunch of all the all the people who have gone by that name uh yep. actually fight one another or something and there's there's been plenty and what a perfect time to do it as we work up to marvel's the movie why not again you know sure up that captain marvel legacy by reminding everyone yeah that's that's pretty cool it's it's pretty cool I, i'm intrigued as well now that he's coming back what that also means because he's like somewhat related to like hulkling and wiccan and yeah uh, he's their dad he's a uh, yeah, hulkling's dad and, isn't and he? yeah well not only that but, but um like his bands his uh his, his uh, uh, yeah. bands actually became their wedding rings oh shit that's cool yeah and they can they can use the power to like tran transport around the universe and everything oh that's really cool also if the original captain marvell is back too doesn't that mean that he ends up actually becoming the leader of mm -hmm. the kree scroll alliance because doesn't he technically yeah. like uh outrank his son in that regard or would Maybe. they not want him to be the leader yeah yeah dad you're, you're i'm happy you're alive but also you're really blowing up my spot right now <laughs> Yeah, Christ, that'll be a lot for Marvel. Hey, you have a son. Oh, really? Yeah, and he's gay, and he's the emperor of a mass <laughs> yeah. space empire. He, he managed to bridge the gap between the scrolls and the Kree, creating a oh, unified shit. empire. <laughs> oh shit, a lot happened while I was dead. <laughs> also, too, with Captain Marvel back, here's hoping Ron Mars actually hammers a real character out of him to where the most interesting thing about him isn't that he died of cancer that one time. <laughs> Brandon Williams, how long has Captain Marvel been dead for? A long fucking time, really Brandon. Long time. In fact, like so long, he's one of those characters I assume they would never actually bring back again. So yeah, actually, let me, let me look into that right now. Cat or D Death of Marvel. When was Death of Captain Marvel? It'll tell us exactly when it was. 1982. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's been dead. So he's been dead for over two decades. <laughs> That's insane to think, isn't it? 
Yeah, because like, like, like usually... no one has brought him back. Or well, I'm sure he's like appeared in some comics and stuff, but like yeah, not like properly brought him back. Yeah, for like flashbacks and shit. You know what it was? It was the perfect storm of his death was so good in mm-hmm. Death of Captain Marvel because you never had heroes just die of cancer. And it was never like, you know, that mature tree with that much reverence that they never wanted to undo that. Mm-hmm. And then from there on, they were like, oh, you know, Spectrum is going to be the new character we're pushing now. She's, you know, the true inheritor of the mantle. Actually, you know what? Carol is the one we're pushing. <laughs> She's the true inheritor of the mantle. Let's not muddy the waters by ever bringing him back. She's <laughs> Captain Marvel now. <laughs> To where, to where in the movies, they kind of change it up entirely to be like, well, actually, it happened like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To where he he kind of existed, but kind of didn't. It's a whole thing. Yeah, he might exist. He might be in the sequel. We don't know. We don't know. But here's the thing. If they're bringing him back in this comic, then there's a good chance that, yeah, we'll probably see him in the movies at some point. Because yeah, it's all... in the movie or, yeah, yeah the Marvels or Miss Marvel, something like that, yeah. Or or, or a what-if cartoon, because, come on, it's all, it's all fucking multimedia. Yeah. Again, it's, it's crazy to think he's coming back now. Like, him coming back now is almost as big as, like, when they brought frickin' uh, Bucky back as Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those deaths you assume that for one reason or another they would never undo, and they're undoing it, but it's Ron Mars doing it, so I, you know, expect Ron Mars to have a good reason for it. Yeah, exactly. He's probably got some pretty good story to tell. Yeah, and I mean, like, I don't normally pick up Silver Surfer, but I'm like, okay, this actually looks like this is going to be important for a lot of Cosmic Marvel, so I should definitely check that out. Hard to to top that Silver Surfer Black book, because that book was fucking dope. So I've heard with its, you know, uh, what is it, graffiti-inspired art. Yeah, it ties uh, to Noel and uh, all that stuff Donny Cates was doing at the time. Roshan, actually, with a good question. Yeah, so there'll be two Captain Marvels now, Carol and the original. Potentially and probably more, because we'll probably see Monica Rambeau suit up again for that, you know, Tournament of the Marvels book that they're doing. Yeah, yeah. And maybe Kamala will get uh, promoted too, and she could be Captain Marvel for a minute as well. Yeah, maybe she'll get some new powers to reflect her MCU counterpart. Yeah, yeah, I was hearing about that too. Yeah. Because again, it's like if you ask people where it's like, okay, what's Miss Marvel's power? Oh, she can stretch. Okay, but how can she stretch though? Because they have explained it. It's just the like reason behind it is like, oh, really? <laughs> it's about time really she, she's stealing mass from the future of her future <laughs> self to do the thing that's weird but also very inhuman yeah yeah so there you go yeah is it marvell's spirit in the soul gem good question i guess they'll have to deal with that too won't they i don't know if they they i mean that was such i mean it wasn't too long ago but like it's from story like no one really gives shit about yeah, like, true enough. Will they go back to that? Like, I don't think they'll do that. Well, though, maybe being Ron Mars, you probably will, and probably find something like kind of compelling about it. Bit of a bit of a continuity junkie. Yeah. Do you think Carol will go back to being Warbird? No one's gonna go back to being Warbird. <laughs> that's that's another thing people forget. Carol had so many identities before she became captain marvel she was miss marvel she was war uh warbird she was binary remember binary, binary? yeah <laughs> which which i guess they kind of pay homage to her being binary sometimes when she absorbs so much power and she gets all bright and on fire and shit yeah yeah they do that in the movie as well because that used to be her thing yeah oh really last of the marvels the event already started really oh, i guess okay. again I, I don't 
I don't normally read Captain Marvel, but I do want to check this out because I'm a sucker for cool legacy stories, and that's what this sounds like. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a sucker for one of them. Even, uh, again, it was the reason that I kept reading United States of Captain America. <laughs> that finished this, this weekend. It was pretty good. I haven't read the ending yet. I thought it was kind of going off the rails in the last part <laughs> where I'm like, you know what the problem with this is? You had two good stories here. This should have been two stories, not one. <laughs> it should have been a, a little bit longer, I think. That too. It's too, Again, if you wanted to do a road trip with the Captain Americas, that should have been a story. And if you wanted to do the Spider-Verse of Captain Americas, that should also have been a story unto <laughs> itself. Uh, all righty, then what else do we got going on after that? Ooh, Son of Kal-El. Uh, there was some big news this week. Apparently the big issue five, which they're already heralding as the coming out issue, has apparently been breaking sales and pre-order records all over the place. Yeah, not only that, but every issue is going back to like like fourth and fifth and I think even sixth reprints. But mad, angry, shouty YouTube <laughs> men with Confederate flags behind them told me that go woke, go broke. <laughs> A guy once again, get rich, actually. <laughs> yeah, once again, proving that that line of thinking is completely stupid and easily proven to be wrong. I, 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 again, I, I'm paraphrasing someone i read online there i wish i could give them full credit but their name escapes me they say uh what this should be is that they should now change it to be buy and sell is what it is <laughs> come out as buy sell a lot <laughs> I, I i no joke i was actually gonna order the pride cover myself because i'm like oh you know this actually is a big important watershed moment i'm sure that this will become a collector's item later then i hear it's breaking sales records all over like, the place I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like ah so it's death of supermanning it up and this will actually be worth nothing is what you're telling me because everybody bought it yeah um also like in, in tying in with this news is we found out like the the colorist of, of the book is kind oh, of a homophobic yes. shithead <laughs> Yes, wow, talk, not just a shithead, but uh, a guy who was actually leaking information to those shouty YouTube men, so he got his ass fired for breaking contracts. Well, not, not only leaking information, but leaking, like, information, and like, but, like, out of context, mm, like, yes. deliberately out of context, so they yep. would get angrier. <laughs> so, bad on several levels was this dude, and punished was he. Yeah, I, I just can't believe he ranted for four and a half hours on some comic gate stream about it. Like, I mean, <laughs> I don't think you could pay me to talk for four and a half hours about one thing. I know we can barely do this show. <laughs> <laughs> Tom is, you know, freaking out to talk about it, ma'am. So yeah, so this look, more good news for this story again. Wins yet again, and you men are proved wrong again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what more is there is to say about it? We'll actually be talking about this book later because uh, issue four came out this week, and we'll talk about that when we talk about what we read this week. Yeah. Now, moving on from there to some books that are actually ending this year that are surprising everyone. Apparently, Savage Avengers, which, again, I dropped off on the big Conan Punisher uh, book there. It's going to actually be coming to an end, and apparently the reason it's coming to an end uh, is because the, like, Conan license holders are apparently planning something big for him this year. There's going to be, like, a big Conan refresh, apparently. Okay. I don't know what that means, but all right. Yeah, I I, I would have to assume they're probably going to, like, actually start marketing Conan and actually be like, okay, we're going to do movies and, like, TV shows 
and maybe like because i know like uh like jim zub's doing obviously his actual like the conan comic yeah uh, and and, and f- from what i heard that's like selling pretty well like it's it's yeah I, yeah I can't remember what issue it's up to but it's getting up there it's been on for a while it has been and you know to hear uh zub talk you know it's a dream job getting to write it and everything but another thing that like you know conan uh, it's this weird place within marvel where they're allowed to make the books but only so long as the conan license holders allow them to mm-hmm. do it yeah it's this weird like working relationship where it's like hey so long as you're selling good and you know showing us in a good light we'll let you do whatever you want the idea that they're like okay we're having a refresh of conan maybe we're gonna stop it now makes me think like oh did they get another movie deal or a tv series deal or something and that's why they kind of want to like pull back the reins on it a bit yeah they want to uh get it ready for the the movie synergy or something yeah and they're like oh well we're going with a studio that's not disney so yeah yeah so they kind of want to you know like do a clean break now again if we find out in a couple months that like oh yeah there's like a new netflix conan show or like an amazon conan show yep which honestly i'm surprised that hasn't happened that, yet. yeah that, that that's like the strangest thing it's like why hasn't something like with game of thrones and all that being so popular how has there not been like a conan show or something set in like that world of like hyboria and all that sort of stuff how it's, has that not happened dungeons and dragons has yeah. never been more popular than it is like literally that's what conan should be no more conan movies it should be an hour-long episode of him getting into some crazy fantasy adventure even the mandalorian is basically yeah. a conan show yeah yeah they, they, that, that, there's your there's your your uh your template you do right the mandalorian there but with conan and instead of like a little looking after a little baby he's he's got a harem or something i don't know there you go he, he gets a little dragon like in the cartoon or one of those <laughs> firebirds that lives in his sword or some shit yeah yeah <laughs> gets one of those again that's so easy again he is the progenitor of the genre of the lone wandering hero who rolls into town gets into an adventure defends the village fights a monster and everything yeah it's i i don't know why they haven't done anything with it i do i really hope i i don't think they will just because he's, he's getting on years but i really hope they do that king conan movie that arnold schwarzenegger wants mm. to do just because he's he he always whenever he talks about it he's so passionate about it i know and like the ideas he had for it and everything and i think it'd be really cool he better he better hurry (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah exactly better hurry yeah i mean hey as i think schwarzenegger deserves it that needs to be a good note that he can go out on he revisited terminator a couple times he revisited all his big franchises time to revisit conan yeah I say Conan's a big franchise. It's one movie and Red Sonia, which is kind of a sequel, but kind of not. It's technically two Conan movies. So there's Conan Barbarian, Conan the Destroyer. That's right. The Destroyer. And, and then there's technically a reboot with Jason Momoa that no one oh, saw because yes. it's terrible. I didn't see. Yes, that's right. Conan the Destroyer with the wizard and the yeah. tower and the mirrors and shit. Yes, yeah. that one. That one's not as good as the first no. one, which is why we don't yeah. remember it. First one's good because he punches a camel in the face. Hell yeah and freaking darth vader there as it turns uh, into a fucking snake for some reason fucking <laughs> fucking snake man he's a charismatic cult leader getting people to walk off ledges how fucking cool is he <laughs> false of doom my man <laughs> which which it always bugged me apparently as zub told me they couldn't get false of doom in the new comics because technically false of doom wasn't even a conan character yeah he was the original creation 
It was an original creation, so oh, that uh, that one got. That's me. why you probably went up against that wizard uh, in the early in Savage the next... Avengers Savage Avengers issues. Because that's as close as they could get to it. Jane saying they should get uh, Gendy Tarakovsky, the Samurai Jack guy, to make a Conan cartoon. Oh, fucking yes. That'd be pretty cool. A I mean, he kind of basically did it with uh, that, uh, what was Primal. that show? Primal, yeah. That, yeah that, that character basically looked like Conan. <laughs> he was basically Conan. Uh, NR asking me, hey, did you see Inside Job? I saw the first episode of Inside Job. Definitely going to keep watching it. Yeah, I, I saw the first episode too. Definitely quite interesting. This is interesting. It's funny, from the trailers, I was just like, oh, God, are we doing another BoJack Horseman, Rick and Morty? Oh, you know, our main character is such a hateful, like, you know, unlikable jerk, but that's the point and everything because, you know, they say funny stuff. Ironically, the first episode is about everyone having a problem with that character's personality. <laughs> so they really meet that shit off at the pass in episode one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't going to watch it because I'm like, Again, yeah, I'm like, oh, it's it's trying to capitalize on Rick and Morty mm. and like BoJack Horseman. Kind of even looks like exactly like them. Very much so. Yeah. It's a uh, it's Alex Hirsch who uh, produced this. I thought he did the show, but he only produced it. He's the guy behind uh, Gravity Falls, so everyone was yeah. really waiting for this one. Yeah. But yeah, I'm enjoying. Uh, like, freaking Netflix came out with like three really interesting animated series this week. It was Inside Job maya and the three which is from the guy who did book of life so i really want to watch that because i like book of life and adventure beach that also looked funny and weird and offbeat so there's like a lot of good offerings for animation on netflix this week nice yeah now moving on from that story to another one uh some interesting things missing from the uh what is it solicitations for january uh next year uh excalibur isn't there wolverine isn't there and x-force isn't there yeah well i have to imagine wolverine will be ending because of that uh 10 deaths and 10 lives of wolverine right which benjamin percy is also writing x-force i'm sure x-force will be involved in that story and yeah it kind of looks like his big swan song right like this is me going out on a high note because obviously you know the x-men books are kind of changing all over the place steve orlando took over uh what is it marauders because jerry duggan is mm -hmm. on main x-men and it looks like yeah they're probably gonna refresh these books as well too either with new creative teams or maybe whole new titles yeah and i'm trying to think shit what what old x-men you know team book concept have they not reused the title <laughs> for because they've reused every single one yeah you gotta kind like what what was some what is something they could come up with that extreme x-men which was a title <laughs> yeah yeah i was gonna say that it was a title <laughs> they'll bring back blue gold and red oh god no thank you yeah remember that era when everyone just hey, had a red color? was pretty good but yeah <laughs> they, they also had x-men black which were about villains and mm -hmm. they were all one-shot stories and they were pretty good yeah actually you know let's let's look into that right now because yeah obviously i mean excalibur has been running with one consistent creative team since this all began so it's had like the longest tenure i think have we had i'm sure we've had extermination i know we've had like an, like events called that and everything but we could have a book it was called an event that. it was definitely an event exterminators I mean, and it's just Exter committing war crimes again over and over again yeah that's definitely one i mean inferno that's what that is too that's just totally a callback to an old event yeah. uh they haven't done astonishing x-men they could bring okay. that back they could they could bring back Alpha Flight. That's another one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I, I mean, Alpha Flight technically doesn't exist at the moment. So, yeah, they could True. do that. 
uh, Agent X or Agents of X. That could be one they could do. Uh, just just take the name uh, Major X and rebrand it as like <laughs> I know some other character just to piss off uh, Rob Liefeld. Rob Liefeld. Yeah, I'm favorite. Extraordinary X Men. They haven't brought that back as a thing yet. Okay. Remember when they were extor- extraordinary for a little bit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Generation X. There's another one from the '90s. They haven't brought back Generation X yet. There's a uh, one they could do. Yep. I, I imagine they haven't done like astonishing or uncanny or anything like that because they, the, no, they, yeah. they themselves sound like um, like superhero team names, the Uncanny X Men so. and all that, and they're not uh, really superheroes at the moment. At the moment, no. Mutant X. Oh God, I forgot all about oh, Mutant God, X. Yeah. yeah. Sword has a title. Soldier X. <laughs> God, there's so much. There's so many fucking X Men books here. As I just look at all the titles here. Yeah, X Factor had one and then got canceled. X Corp has a thing now. <laughs> X Men Adventures. Yeah. Oh Jesus. <laughs> X Men Legacy. X Men Forever. Oh, First Class. They haven't used First Class again. Or Extreme. Yeah, Extreme X Men from 2001. Ooh, Ecstatic. They haven't used Ecstatic yet for anything. <laughs> So, again, I'm calling that one out right now. 2022, get ready for a brand new ecstatic team. Because, <laughs> you know. Chances are used... they're going to do that as well now. <laughs> We're pretty good at calling those things. Oh, yeah. By the time this is done, they'll use up. Yeah. Ultimate X-Men. Yeah. It's like, well, is it in the Ultimate Universe? now? but we're just calling it Ultimate X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> But yeah, you know, I'm fine with that. Again, you know, I've said time and time again, what was great about this, you know, era of X-Men is that there was a book for everyone, a book for every taste. And, you know, you could pick up whatever you like and feel like you were involved in the Krakoan saga. Mm -hmm. And for that to keep going is that eventually they would need to refresh it and bring some books in and some books out. Yeah, I'm kind of glad that they're doing it just because like it's uh, like while I like that there was, again, a book for everyone and everything. There were like quite a fair few books, like mm-hmm. maybe a bit too many books. Yeah, and also because it felt like, like a... there for a week they were announcing a book every week. It's true, it really was. It was getting quite hilarious. Yeah, I don't think it would hurt them to scale it back a little bit because some stuff you knew wasn't gonna last. Like no. X Corp wasn't gonna last. No, no, absolutely not. No, X Factor had a chance, but it didn't do it. Same with Fallen Angels. That one was only a mini, but it's like, come on, this is a mini, but if it does good, it'll be six more issues. Yeah, and it didn't do good. <laughs> it didn't, but it, you know, dying is what gave us Hellions, which was great, That's which true. Hellions probably could have kept going, but I actually appreciate them for being like, nope, we're going to end this story with a bang very organically. Yeah, that's good. So I'm down with that. And this also means we're probably going to get a new Wolverine series too. So mm-hmm. they're probably going to take him in a brand new direction with a brand new creator. Yeah. I could also see it as well. It's like by the time these books come out, it's like 2022, 2023. I imagine we'll also be getting stuff from like uh, what's happening with like the mutants in like the movies and stuff. Maybe. So it's I imagine they'll start pushing whoever they decide to put on the X-Men teams. Yeah, it's, it's shocking to think that we're this far along and there's, like, no word on X-Men movies yet. Yeah, well, we, we, soon, I imagine. Soon. Again, that's just, like, so Marvel Disney right now. It's like, we could make X-Men movies, but we don't have to make X-Men movies, so we're yeah, not going to. we're going to make fucking Eternals films and yeah. what-ifs. and. Yeah, we, we know we can sell X-Men to you. We know <laughs> that, like, we can do that no problem. What we want to do is, like you said, sell you on Eternals. <laughs> And Shang-Chi and all these other things. We want to give it a try. Yeah, yeah. 
X-Men will always be there in our back pocket. Same with Fantastic Four. We'll get to it eventually <laughs> when we're good and ready. Who uh, who would you like to see on the beyond the Wolverine book? I'm sure it's cliche, but hey, Chip Zdarsky, you were pretty good writing a angry, self-destructive man in Daredevil, and that's coming to a close soon. What do you what do you what do you got for Wolverine? Yeah, that that'd be pretty fun, I reckon. Yeah, what do you got going on for him? What uh, what dark night of the soul could he go through? <laughs> well, that's the thing. He doesn't do that. He does the complete opposite and makes it a comedy. <laughs> which which he's also been known to do, right? Like on Spider-Man, where it's like, yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a freaking allegory for drug addiction. You're like, oh, I'll take it through like every decade in his life. Like, yeah, what are you going to do for Wolverine? Yeah, Wolverine is just Mr. Magoo, but Mr. Magoo doesn't get hurt because <laughs> he's fucking invincible. <laughs> oh my God, that's actually a hell of a pitch. Yeah, just bad shit keeps happening to wolverine over and over again and it would kill a normal person but it doesn't kill him yeah yeah that's pretty fucking solid i like that a lot matt (laughs) wolverine is also forrest gump he could sit on the bench and be like you want a whiskey i lived an interesting (laughs) life let me tell you all the things i can remember yeah that itself is like a really cool cool like each each (laughs) issue is just him like telling someone at a bar about like how he fought in nam or something or like you know rush the beach at normandy or something <laughs> well now we're writing wolverine life story which i would also read yeah yeah exactly <laughs> a carter with a good one how about x angels it's three mutant ladies who report directly to professor x like charlie's angels <laughs> all right who are our three ladies it's got to be domino gene and i guess dazzler because you need a funny one yeah yeah that also means you got like a girl with black hair, girl with red hair, girl with blonde hair. We've covered all of our. Uh, <laughs> what is it? We've covered it all. <laughs> yeah, Donny Cates. There'd be another one. Throw him on Wolverine. I imagine he'd do pretty well there as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> again, there's a lot of good people they could throw on Wolverine at this point. Because again, now that they're allowed to make X Men comics again, Wolverine is back to being a flagship guy. Exactly. Hey, can Wolverine be an Avenger again? I guess he can't until he's one in the movie, but I would just like to see Wolverine become an Avenger again. Yeah, that, that, that's the one thing I'm kind of hoping they do in the next cu- coming years is just, like, in, reintegrate the mutants back into, like, like the, the Avengers teams. and stuff. I like, still keep, like, all the Krakoa stuff, but, like, 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 like the X-Men team, like, they're sort of split away from, like, the actual mm-hmm. Krakoa stuff. Have them, like, go, like, be part of the Avengers for a little bit or something i'd like that a lot (laughs) the chat maybe maybe scott's leaving to go be part of the avengers oh that would be fucking cool where captain america's like you've always got a team here cyclops yeah he is was it she hulk leaves for her mini series and he fills in her gap oh that's a really good idea actually that'd be so cool i I gotta talk about the chat for a second because they're being very funny 4d mike wolverine's very bad no good awful day (laughs) is what you could call it (laughs) chem dog laugh is like a box of adamantium <laughs> and uh sp- spiralness uh laugh is like a bottle of whiskey you never want to reach the bottom but you always do <laughs> fuck that's really good can of coke for you chat <laughs> this is this is why we like doing the show for you sometimes you guys are funnier than us <laughs> But yeah, so that's what we got coming for X-Men. Don't don't weep because these books are gone. Get excited for what could potentially fill their place. Yeah, I, ima- oh, I imagine they've got something uh, really, really fun planned for these yeah, characters. And, and Excalibur had a great run. Wolverine and X-Force had a great run. Again, great run with one guy writing at least two of those. So yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes from there. Yeah. 
what else do we got from there? Oh, you mentioned She-Hulk, and that's perfect because that's actually what our next piece of news implies. Uh, finally, a brand new She-Hulk series is coming down the pipeline. <laughs> Jace Jensen asking us, has Scott ever been on the Avengers? That's a very good question. I don't th I think he's like teamed with the Avengers at points, but like never actually been an actual card carrying member. There's definitely been some like X Men members where you're like, really, they were an Avenger. Beast was an Avenger. Sunfire I know that. was an Avenger. Sunfire was an Avenger. Uh, Mister and Mrs. Fantastic were Avengers. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so it's really freaking weird. But no, yeah, I don't think Cyclops has ever been an Avenger, which is weird. Yeah, that that'd be excellent. That'd be so cool. And you could sell it as that, like, for the first time ever. Yeah. But yes, uh, She-Hulk, as you've always known her, is back again after her long, strange character journey of, you know, dying and green doors and losing controls and going to space and everything. She's back to the way you always knew her, just in time for her TV show. Yep. How about that? Yeah, it's funny how that works. It's like that was always the plan or something. <laughs> despite how many people would lead you to believe otherwise. Uh, this new series comes to us courtesy of uh, Rainbow Rowell, which, yes, that is a real lady, and that is her name, Rainbow. That's a dope name. That's fucking dope. I'm like, how the hell did I not know there was a person in the comic book industry with the first name Rainbow? <laughs> and then I found out apparently she's been writing the Runaways books this whole time, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's why. <laughs> Because I don't read Runaways, because I, I, again, I, I, I remember... I just learned that the Runaways was still going. <laughs> still going. Again, Runaways is one of those things where it's like, ah, people really like this. I'll get to that at some point. I promise I'll get to that. That sounds fun and interesting. I'll be sure to get to that, and then I never get to it. <laughs> That's, like, on my list of, like, things, like, if I ever go to jail or have a long flight, I promise I'll get to this at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but she seems like a good fit for this, you know. Runaways had this kind of like young person kind of comedy kind of superhero kind of coming of age thing and I think there's definitely a lot of that in She-Hulk. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, like the She-Hulk premise is just like so solid. It's like it's superhero Ally McBeal. Yeah, I, I I yeah, legal drama but with uh, a woman who like could bench press an entire building. <laughs> yeah, who's a 10 feet tall jade amazon who can crush cars. <laughs> <laughs> with her thighs and everything again that's a killer premise and yet no she hulk series ever runs that long which is a real shame yeah it's very strange i guess there's there is maybe like a roof on those sorts of things it's like yeah it it's, seems that way the, the shtick you know a legal drama with woman who can do all this sort of stuff kind of like runs its course for a little bit and then like peters out and yet every run they've done has been really solid dan yeah. slot had a really solid mm -hmm. one when he was cutting his teeth in comics charles souls had yep. one when he just began and that was kind of novel because oh soul was actually a lawyer before he became a comic book writer so yeah. he actually knew what he was talking about yep and then even before that steve gerber when she hulk was like breaking the fourth wall and being funny and self-aware before deadpool was mm -hmm. so there's like a lot of great history in she hulk and here's hoping now that there's a tv show and more people are probably going to know about her I'm hoping this one actually breaks through. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping to. I'm definitely going to give it a look, especially because, uh, like, the art we've seen of it looks really fantastic. Yeah, looks real, real solid. You know, again, it's it's sultry, but it's not, like, uh, it's it's not scummy. It's, you know, it's more, like, retro pin-up-y, and I like that. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, get every, everyone get a hype for a new She-Hulk book that's coming out soon everyone. I think I think this is her time in the same way I think Moon Knight. This is this is Moon Knight's time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This is this is their time. Their time is now. And uh with that, that is uh all the news from this week and goddamn, we talked much longer than I thought we would. We talked for an hour just about news. Yeah, we, we again had a lot of news despite DC fandom just last week. Yeah, dropping it all on us. We can talk about what we read this week, and that's fine, because I didn't read that much. I only read one, two, three, four, five. I only read, like, five, six things. I think I read kind of a fair bit. I'm not... I can't really remember. I've got to pull up my list here. You know what fucked me up? Young Justice is back now, and that takes, like, a whole day (laughs) to watch and write, because I write those reviews, because I want to make sure they come out really good, and then edit, and then put it up, and I lose a whole day of comics to it. Not that I'm complaining, it's the most successful thing on my channel. Yeah, that's good, that's good. (laughs) If I could review Young Justice every day on the channel, I would, and I'd be a much more popular YouTuber. (laughs) But that ain't happening, apparently, especially when it takes, like, four goddamn years in between the show getting released. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, also, too, uh, Greg Wiseman and his people said something quite frightening on Twitter. Did you hear this? Oh, no. What happened? Uh, the fate of the show is uncertain again. They haven't actually <laughs> been sake. renewed for a season five. <laughs> this, this is all happens every fucking year, every time they release a season, you know. Yep. It's, it's happening again, and they're already being like, oh, we're drumming up fan support. Be sure to tell... <laughs> Uh, what is it, HBO Max and everything that you want this. And I'm like, but didn't we just do that with Cartoon Network and with yeah. Disney or, or with a, the DC app? And it's like, oh, of course, fucking HBO. New people, new paymasters. You got to make a new case to these new guys. You, you, think is, you think, though, that like HBO Max would be like clamoring for content, like new content. You'd, so. You'd really think so. Apparently yeah. not. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but all right we'll talk about what we read this week where where would you like to begin matt uh well let's just get it out of the way and talk about uh the new batman issue 115 yeah yeah pretty much pretty much i i read this this week it was the first thing i read this week i don't remember jack shit about what happened uh same stuff as what happened in the last couple issues the the the, the scarecrow wants mr wise's machine we learned mr wise worked with mad hatter which felt like a really like shoehorned in like we're, we're going to cut away from all this stuff to yeah. mr wise to tell you that he worked with jarvis tetch once because <laughs> we got to explain this and in my mind i'm like you know what i'll take a lazy answer over no answer any day yeah. and so at least they at least they thought enough to give a lazy answer yeah yeah because i know that bothered you that they were saying mad hatter tech and like wise yeah. tech interchange interchangeably and as we find out now it's actually the same yeah i I, and when it showed up in this issue it felt like it was just like plugged in there because it just like cuts back to like mr wise who we haven't really seen really any of throughout this whole event and throughout like the actual book he's actually in Uh, he's a non-character he's a total non-character suddenly we learn all his story i was the dormouse in the wonderland gang i'm like were you (laughs) yeah really (laughs) cool i guess yeah and uh what else happens uh batman does stuff i think (laughs) i don't think he does i remember (laughs) i i remember saint his 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 plan has gone from overly complicated to deeply stupid where it's like i will take control of the city with my militia police force to oh no they blew up my boyfriend and my you know a star tech there 
now I'm going to use Queen Ivy to destroy the entire city. I now want yeah. to destroy Gotham instead of saving it. That she, was quick. She le- Yeah, he learns that like her roots are in the bedrock, and if she wanted to, she could rip the whole city off out of its foundations. I do kind of like the idea that like he tried to change the city, and the city wouldn't change, so now he's all, mm. fuck it, you know, got to fucking nuke it all from Norbert. Fuck it all. It's a good, and now this explains why he's in a flying airship. So it's like, oh yeah. yeah. So when he brings down the city, he won't be heard. No, yeah, yeah. See, he couldn't do that if he was just in a skyscraper, because then it's like, ah, <laughs> oh, crap! I'm on the ground. I can't pull down the ground. <laughs> I can do it from my sky base, though. Yeah, uh, we we learn also that like Scarecrow wants to use that machine that uh, Mister Wise made to like make a trauma bomb that he fu- he's seemingly funneling into sean so like putting everyone who've been through that machine's yeah. trauma into the guy's head to like make him go crazy and like maybe go on a rampage through the city which he was doing anyway yeah 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 it's but, just gonna make him more crazy <laughs> when you say trauma bomb do you mean that literally or figuratively like is he going to actually explode trauma yeah, over yeah. everyone or will his action just start another action start another action yeah it seems to be that one <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, again, Scarecrow, this is his event and he's barely in it. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't even class him as, yeah, this isn't his event. This is, like, like not even Saints either. It's, like, it's like Sears. Yeah. A character who we who we meet in uh, the Nightwing, Nightwing book. book and who's uh, one of the main characters in the I Am Batman book. Is she actually? Okay, uh, see, that uh, explains... Well, I actually read the, the, the second issue of that. We'll talk about that as well. This is what Fear State should have been. Because in this book, uh, see, oh, uh, firstly, anarchy is murdered. Um, oh, no. Yeah, like, properly murdered, like, actually dead. That's a shame. Um, <laughs> he, he seemed like he was coming around. <laughs> and it, it, we find out he was gunned down by a, a radicalized kid who, uh, who'd been uh, radicalized by Seer, saying, like, or using the Oracle thing and saying, like, oh, you people are special. You, you have, you, you're part of the moral authority, and it's your mm. duty to defend the city against masks and... Uh, the magistrate mm-hmm. and and all of these things. Oh, geez, this sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yeah, and and it's uh, Jace not blaming the kid, blaming the people who did it to him, and trying to like free this kid who's uh, been caught by the police and he's going to jail and everything. And Renee agrees with him and wants to like help uh, free this kid, whereas Tanya Fox, who's a legal defense lawyer, wants to prosecute oh, him, really? throw the book at him, and all this really interesting shits happening that- in that book. That sounds way more interesting than anything that's happened in Fear Stereo. That's that's what I thought they were gonna do in the story yeah. and didn't actually like explore yeah. the impact of like, you know, mania and fear on a community and yeah. what it does to people. Now, I'm glad you said that Seer is in that story, because in the Nightwing book from this week that is also a Fear State tie-in, Seer just shows up and introduces yeah. herself and I'm like, who the fuck I, is this character? I read the Nightwing book before I read I Am Batman. I was like what the who's this but even in like i am batman she doesn't really show up like we we hear her voice in like uh jason vola like learning about her and learn that oh she's a digital ghost we don't know whose side she's on but she's like causing chaos and everything but yeah then she just like shows up in nightwing was she in catwoman or something i have no idea harley quinn or like a backup story or something we no one read 
uh, Kali uh, Frederick helping us out again. Nightwing and Thor was dope this week. Loves Babs' new look. Yeah, her costume is good, and we'll be getting to Thor, don't you worry. But yeah, Seer totally got me because like that Nightwing book opens, but they're like, oh, we got to pound the pavement and find out who took over the Oracle program. And then she just shows up. It's like, hello, I'm Seer. I took over the Oracle program. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, did did I miss a backup? Did I miss it? Who, who is this like third like uh, hour villain that you're inventing now because, you know, Nightwing and Batgirl can't go after Saint and can't go after Scarecrow. That's for Batman to do. So they just invent this villain at the 11th hour. Yeah, yeah. It j just feels like they kind of dropped into it. And again, this is probably not Tom Taylor's doing either. He's probably oh, like, not given this character. It's like, yeah, I write something about it. It gets even dumber, too, because, like, okay, I I'm glad to hear from you that the I Am Batman book also calls into question, oh, who does she work for? What is she looking to gain? Because yeah. they do that in the Nightwing and uh, Batgirl book, and I'm like, well, obviously she has to work for the magistrate. What she's doing makes no sense if she's not. Everything she's doing behooves the magistrate. And then we find out at the end of that book that, oh, yeah, she's actually operating from the magistrate flying saucer. I'm like, well, then what the fuck was the point of calling into question who she worked for this whole time well, when it was obvious? Yeah, well, yeah, the, the, the in in the I Am Batman book, she she's trying to, like, rally people against the, the magistrate as well, just kind of, like, muddying the waters a little bit. Very. And, um, uh, and, uh, like just causing chaos basically is like her deal just so also, like like simon saint can come in and like be the hero it's also really dumb too because she has this digital form and batgirl's like ah, oh, i'm gonna look beyond your digital form and see your true face and she looks exactly like how she does on the computer anyway i'm like then what the fuck was the point of that if she looks exactly the same <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Seer very easily jumped to the top of my worst villain of the year. <laughs> like, everything about this character is like, yep, this was a late edition that adds nothing and actually only muddies the water further. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Functorial, hope you're both happy and thriving. Love the show. Well, thank you so much, Funk. Thank that you. means a lot. We hope the same for you and for everyone else listening. Yeah. I hope Seer isn't thriving, though. There's a character you know we're never seeing this character again. Oh, she's the next big thing, Joe. <laughs> next big thing. No, you know she's not the next big thing because she didn't she's get a cover. She just appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, didn't didn't get a special cover, didn't get a big announcement like, oh, it's the new character, Seer. <laughs> Someone else pointed out something that was so true on one of my videos where she's uh, where they said, you know, why is it that whenever anyone has to write an Oracle story, they all write the same story? What if Barbara lost control of Oracle? What if someone hacked Oracle? Like, that's been the last three Oracle stories. Yeah, yeah. Really boring. Much like Fear State is really boring, and I will be happy when it's done. Yeah, I'll be happy when it's done, and these books can just go back to their normal stories, like the I Am Batman book. I uh, can yeah. go back to doing, like, what it was doing, setting up Jace. Uh the nightwing book can go back to its awesome bloodhaven stuff yeah this this whole like event really just hijacked stories that did not need to be hijacked right yeah. now two, two more issues two more issues to go <laughs> which is worse seer or rogel czar seer is the rogel czar of hackers I'm just <laughs> at least rogel czar right didn't now. just appear in like true like, enough the, the back half of an event <laughs> I guess so. I mean, Rogelzar got a lot of very dumb focus and build-up, <laughs> but at least he got focus and build-up. Uh, all right, what else did you have this week, Matt? 
Uh, we had Superman, Son of Kal-El, issue four. We certainly did. A lot happened in this issue. This was a stacked issue. Yeah, we learned that Jay is a post-human. Or could be someone yeah. posing as a post-human, as I said in Again, my last you, show. <laughs> you're still working under the theory that he might be ultra-humanite in disguise. I had a theory for Jay. He's from Gamora, has powers, is fighting against Henry Bendix from afar, but is also not suffering the same, you know, fate of people who have been fighting against Henry Bendix. I think it's his son. He's a plant, yeah. I think he's his son, and I think it's going to be like this fun story of like, oh, John is fighting so hard to inherit his father's legacy and stand up to it. Jay Ooh. ran away from his father because he didn't fun. want to be part of the Bendix legacy. Yeah, that's fun. That's what I thought. Again, could go either way, but that was my theory. Uh, Jace Jensen also helping us out here. Bloodhaven is on fire, and Nightwing is dealing with dad problems. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I have an unhealthy relationship with my family. They need me. I, I got to go back home. Also, too, that that's the other worst part of that Nightwing story. Batgirl didn't need him. Batgirl had it under control. Yeah, yeah. I know as well as, well, as, well, as again, I think it's just because these writers are being made to write this. Absolutely. You know, you've got you've got jace's batman following on see it like surely you could have teamed them up team with yeah. bat batgirl and batman up like she doesn't know who the batman is but he's doing something right and just like she just uh reluctantly teams up with him or something yeah for real yeah uh but yeah back to son of kal-el uh jay having a whole secret history there uh we actually get to see the justice league get involved which i thought was very cool yeah john doesn't particularly like them i think it's mainly just because it stems from the fact that they didn't want to go with his father to deal with war world yeah yeah there's a lot of tension there i'm sure he's he's also just dealing with the responsibility of superman yeah forget about dealing with that responsibility and the responsibility of being needed by the league too yeah, yeah exactly I, uh, I love the idea that the Kent family farm is under, like, constant Justice League protection and surveillance, and as soon as something went wrong there, they dispatch two leaguers to deal with it. Yeah, the Sonic Bendis setup. It is. Oh, is that a Bendis idea? Yeah, when he brought back the uh, the Kents, uh, Batman had, like, uh, installed all these things, uh, like, uh, senses and everything, and they all, like, if anything ever, ever comes on property that we don't know what it is, a League member will be there. Well, credit where credit is due, I'm glad he at least filled in that hole, because it's like, well, wait, if Superman revealed his secret identity, wouldn't, like, everyone yeah. be shooting up that, Kent Farm every that, day? Yeah, that that's why, like, that sort of stuff is, is there. All right, I appreciate that one. That's pretty good. Uh, we get a great scene between uh, John and Wally, which makes so much sense, and I was absolutely shocked to discover it was the first time they'd ever met. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, Wally was dead slash missing slash out of continuity for most of John's tenure. And honestly, better team up than John and Damien. A little bit. Ma it makes was a more sense thing. to me because they both are filling in the exact same roles. Whereas, like, they yeah. both know they're both filling in their hero's roles. They're a legacy character. You know, they, they, yeah. they know the weight of what, what's going on and everything wally knows better than most people yep. what it feels like to step into the shoes yep. of yeah of your hero of your idol and all the problems that can arise from that and yeah man he's he's had longer to deal with that hasn't he not only that it's just not a copy of the batman superman dynamic it's something different very yeah i appreciate that too and that tom taylor found that like uh had found that thread like again yeah. if you gave me that story to write i probably wouldn't have found that thread yeah yeah 
which is pretty solid to me. Uh, even Hippolyta gets a good line in there, too, once they realize that, you know, Bendix was abusing this poor girl and, you know, was abusing all these post-humans. She's like, well, she's under my protection now. Yeah, she ain't getting abused now. Yeah, and I'm like, that's fucking badass and totally something Hippolyta would do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the best bit, though, is actually a great cameo we get from uh, Tom Taylor's Suicide Squad book, because as we discover, Jay has actually been in contact with uh, Wink and the Airy. Yeah, that, that that's so cool, and it makes sense as well, because they too were like, they're not post-humans, but they were like me- people who were turned into metahumans against their will by an evil dictator and i'm like on an island (laughs) on an island no less so obviously they got a super invested interest in trying to take down bendix and everything he's doing with post humans and yeah that was just such a such a cool uh little connective tissue piece i liked Mm -hmm. and uh we get a great moment too where it's like well you know you know your enemy is an evil head of state now who attacked you at home and attacked the people you love normally if this was your father clark superman would have to take this one on the chin and you know try and regroup and find another way to come at the bad guy but john's a little different john's like nope i'm not gonna let this guy hurt anyone for a second longer than i have to i'm going to gamora right now and i'm gonna try and not cause an international incident <laughs> yeah so he gets he gets like a like a lex luther moment talking to him very the window and everything uh sort of thing and yeah bandix is just a smug asshole the whole time he really is he's like he's like oh you know uh, they're the criminals not me they ran away you're you're being lied and deceived to by the media john and oh there is no war in bossing say <laughs> just full of lies and bullshit there uh are you getting the same thing i'm getting that so many people think bendix is a reference to brian michael bendis yeah yeah they don't realize that this character has existed for like 20 years and that he's always looked like that he's always looked like a bald guy yeah 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 everyone thinks they're so clever and that they figure that i'm like no guys you're wrong you you're actively projecting (laughs) yeah yeah actively projecting and it's not just one person it's lots of people who are doing it this is it like is. one of those bernstein bears moments where yep. the more people talk about it the more i think it shifts and changes <laughs> but yeah bendix uh, springs his trap on john and that is not to depower him not to kill him but actually to overcharge his powers yeah something that actually happened in uh future state oh yeah that's right that did happen it happened Holy a little shit. it happened differently because that was that was uh the doing of like brazilian gods and the sun and whatnot but like that yeah yeah pretty much happened exactly the same as it did here very interesting so now john has to deal with the whole god level golden age superman problems that his dad had to deal with but he didn't yeah so i want i'm intrigued to see what's going to happen there especially because the next issue is like that big issue mm, yeah yeah because a lot's going to happen in that issue i think yeah yeah very interesting but yeah book continues to be a lot of fun really cool going in directions i never thought yeah it's great though now because of the reveal i have to what is it go through the comments extra hard and ban all the homophobic people yeah the, put on the put on the the hazmat suit as you walk into the comments <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah when i wake up in the morning they're yeah. like okay that's been up for a couple hours let me give this a look <laughs> although i will say there was something kind of heartening that kind of gave me solace it was a bunch of the people 
who didn't like that John got aged up but are still reading this anyway to see where it goes, telling the homophobic commenters to get fucked. <laughs> yeah, and I'm allow like, me to hate read this in peace. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, you know what? This this is actually something good where it's like, look, you can disagree with something, you can hate read it, but don't be a dick about it and don't be homophobic. Thank you. <laughs> guys who are obsessed about john not being a kid anymore for at least you know having your head screwed on right and having your hearts in the right place to tell these other guys to get fucked off exactly matt let me hate read this and please you jerks so yeah that was nice you know those are good moments that made me happy uh man i made the terrible mistake of putting that video up right back to back with the new episode of young justice which is all dealing about martian racism oh oof. <laughs> So boy, boy did hit. I have, yeah, boy did I have fun having to scoop the trash out on that one. <laughs> God, don't, don't you love internet commenters like telling on themselves? It's like this cartoon is discussing themes of racism, which makes me upset because I am a secret racist. <laughs> so this is all really an attack on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> won't somebody please think of me? <laughs> no, dude. Not no, I won't. And it's always a dude. So no, uh, no, I won't. A, yeah, it's it's always a dude. <laughs> It's always a dude. No, no, I won't. But yeah, uh, Son of Kal-El continues to be cool. Interested to see where it's going from here. Yeah, we got War World starting this week as well. We do. Oh, is that this week? The big War World saga. Pretty sure it's this week. It's either this week or next week. Yeah. Jager in the chat. I hate both aged up people and homophobes. <laughs> put that on a shirt, please. Make Put that part of the comic multiverse store. <laughs> I hate people who are aged up on Earth 3 and I hate homophobes. My two things. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, all right. Where do you want to go next? Uh, I had Trial of Magneto, issue three. I also had this one next. I didn't like this one as much as the previous it, issues. There's some weirdness here. There's some weirdness here. Uh, first being that Magneto's not in the book. Well, he's in the book for a, a panel. Like a minute. Yeah. Uh, and, and it, it kind of drops all its like murder mystery weirdness to be just like the Avengers and, and X-Men fighting Kaiju. Which, which is fun enough. Turn up on the island when Wanda shows up. Yeah, right around the same time that they, you know, mess with her memories and she comes back. And no one is smart enough to put that together, that these two things that are clearly connected are clearly connected. Yeah, yeah. Everyone just, like, for two issues, everyone's super smart and trying to solve the mystery and figure it out and everything. And then in this issue, they all become dumb as shit. Yeah, they, it just becomes a, 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 the usual, like, X-Men fight something. You know, it's kind of schlock. Very. Yeah. And again, there's like some interesting ideas where, okay, so this Wanda that has come back is clearly, you know, an older Wanda. She doesn't remember, you know, how her relationship with Vision ended. She doesn't even remember her two children. Yeah, yeah, she she's um like one from when, like long time ago from when she thought like uh, Eric was her father still. She, yeah. she was kind of in love with Vision, but not married to him yet. Yes. And uh, Rachel and Jean get the genius idea of like, oh, we're going to fill her head with all the memories that she lost for our convenience. And it's like, uh, that's a bad idea, ladies. Do you not remember how traumatic this woman's life has been? Not only that, but like Jean doesn't particularly want to do that just just because like how mutants fucking view her. But like, yeah. so it like kind of begs the questions like, ah, did Jean put everything back in the box? Did, 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 yeah. is it was it like a, a selection because we see some of the stuff and there's like the no more mutant stuff there's the yeah, stuff yeah. from empire where she actually yeah. um 
uh, tried to like sort that out and everything, the like the staff shit, and yeah. everything. A bunch of other stuff is like, yeah, did you put it all back or just some of it? Or just uh, it seems like a like a bit of a gross uh, what is it invasion of her personal rights? Like yeah. here's all these memories back that you would probably be better off forgetting. I can understand like Rachel kind of like tries to legitimize it and justify it as like, look, she doesn't even know who her kids are. Like that's it's kind of fucked up. Like we could at least give at least give her that, but like yeah, at Some the same at the same time, it's like yeah, eh, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Jace Jensen from our last conversation that I just saw a super chat. Do you think people would be happy if Damien was aged up with John, or do you think more fans would be mad? That's a good question. Yeah, I they'd wonder. be more mad just because Bendis did it. I guess. I mean, like honestly, it wouldn't like it wouldn't kill me if they aged Damien up because you figure like he's the youngest member of the family. Like at least make him as old as Tim. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't mind either way, you know. And, and like technically he has they have slowly actually been aging damien up because he, he had a he birthday a lot taller than he used to he used to do because <laughs> he had a birthday at the beginning of the benjamin percy teen titans run mm -hmm. i think he was 13 in that so they like officially made him a teenager so he could like reform the teen titans yeah then i think he's actually had a couple other birthdays by other writers yeah it, i wouldn't be shocked if they came out and said no he's actually like like just like a year and a half younger than john it's just he's just a fucking manlet he's just short or something like that. <laughs> which is I, I like the idea of damien the manlet on i like the idea that <laughs> yeah. you've got this eternal napoleon short guy yeah. complex yeah exactly <laughs> i'm the shortest guy in the bad family and it makes me angry <laughs> little little angry short guy little little short king over here <laughs> uh what are we talking about? oh yeah uh, trial of magneto so yeah that's that's just weird how they deal with wanda because it's like guys you've known her for how long why are you treating her like this yeah it's it's very strange again i think it, it kind of goes into that whole thing where it's like most mutants fucking hate her for no real reason other than that like yeah. exodus and like what they've been told uh, mm -hmm. uh to like expect about her yeah, it's it's just so weird because like the first two issues treated her with such reverence, like oh she's yeah. our friend, and you know we treated her so bad and everything, like oh we miss her so much. Yeah, now she's back though. Fuck her, whatever. <laughs> it's a hell of a hell of a hell of a thing. It's very very odd mm. how they choose to deal with her, and like these monsters are clearly tied to her and chaos magic and like an old woman wand from the end of it. And I'm like, all right, this this has moved away from the mister the murder mystery that I yeah. liked. Yeah, I like those first two issues much more than this. I, I, I did like that it kind of like did like uh, had like a break in like the superhero stuff. But yeah, it's it's very weird shift in tone. Very like just crazy tone shift. Yeah, I I hope it swings back because like they even said where it's like, look, so she's back, but that still doesn't mean we don't have to solve the murder. Yeah, yeah, Northstar made that pretty clear. Yeah, like, Magneto confessed, but, like, it's clearly more complicated than what they're letting on. Yeah, and it would be nice if Magneto was actually in his book for once. Yeah, I know, right? The book that's supposed to be... Well, I mean, is it his book, or is this just what X-Factor would become before they canceled it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's written by Leo Williams and everything, so yeah. It's, it, it's the next arc of freaking X-Factor. Yeah. Yeah, but, hey, the X-Men really said, would you like some trauma? Would you like some trauma in these traumatic times? <laughs> <laughs> can we give you an egg and wanda's like no i don't want to ah god <laughs> also they still haven't answered the question too this wanda that came back is she a mutant now or isn't she yeah cause, yeah because they they made it clear in the and think the first issue that her and pietro 
uh, are still in like the Cerebro mission because they've like fooled it into thinking that they were mutants when they're not mutants. They're not. They they've made it clear that they're mm. not mutants. Uh, and um, yeah, I, I'd be intrigued to see if that actually classes her as a mutant now. Yeah, because that answers like that brings up a billion questions. Like, can she walk through the portal if she was if her and her brother were able to trick Cerebro before? Can they trick Krakoa? Also, if that's the thing. How, you know, what's stopping people from, you know, recreating whatever the trick was so they can essentially live forever because of Cerebro and the island and shit? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I, I, again, like the, the, the stuff of, of uh, the mutant resurrection is just starting to leak out into the public now. Yeah, because if, like, you know that there's a way to cheat death out there, you'd probably want to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just saying. Uh, one of the last books I read this week was Thor, number 18. I read that as well reassembling the pet avengers in one of the coolest ways ever yeah this was this is a, a quick beginning to the master of spies storyline thor's obviously lost his hammer uh he needs someone At the to, worst time yeah needs someone to look for it uh he asks loki but loki's like nah sick of your shit just want to go rule jotunheim with my people he's got a good reason to do it he's like yeah, yeah i tried to help you run away from your problems the last time and we resurrected a goddamn dragon powered serial killer who kicked all our asses yeah 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 and also i'm a king too like i need to take care of my place because i'm arguably doing a better job taking care of my place <laughs> than you are taking care of asgard right now yep yep you're doing such a bad job angela and the other realms say they might step in and actually remove you from power if you don't get your shit in yeah order. you're about to be impeached thor literally and if they find out you lost your hammer that is apparently an impeachable offense. it lost the nuclear codes yeah basically is what that was and it's so great because thor starts doing this big long pitch to loki being like oh you know i don't say sorry enough and da, 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 da. and then he goes and meets throg and gives him the exact pitch word for word, <laughs> meaning that he did re uh you know rehearse it and he wasn't speaking from the heart yeah he's just kind of like gaslighting people and, like try to get them Very to help much. and everything it's like the more he tries to hold on to being king, the more he proves that he shouldn't be king and that yeah. it's bad for him. Yep. And the irony that Throg is actually a better king of his weird swamp realm. Yeah, I, I like that, like where he comes back and, and uh, tries to claim that he and, and Lockjaw and everything defeated uh, Donald Blake and everything. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Hey, hey. hey, you guys got some good hits in. No one's taking <laughs> that away from you. But come on, you didn't win. <laughs> But also that, like, Walter Simonson is, like, super big on adventure and, like, is just dying to get his Animal Avengers team back together. It's like, yep, I'll do the job. In fact, I already assembled yeah, them I, four days I, ago. Yeah, I already I preemptively assembled them all just because I knew you'd come to me. <laughs> yep. Also, we're not going to be called the Pet Avengers anymore. We're just the Avengers now. <laughs> yeah. I want that title. I think that might be a problem when the other Avengers find out. <laughs> eh, different realms and copyright laws. and <laughs> Yeah, copyright laws are different in the Nine yeah, Realms. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Earth's is different to, you know, Muspelheim's and Niflheim and all that. <laughs> Steve Rogers checks out his credit card statement and sees that they've been putting stuff in the Avengers game <laughs> all over the place. Motherfuckers. <laughs> But yeah, this is just super fun and super funny, and I think it's the perfect antidote to anyone who's thought like, oh, you know, Donny Kate's time on Thor sure has been like really depressing and morose and everything. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun little palate cleanser before I imagine we get back into like the, the dark winter storylines and all that sort of stuff. Yes, because again, I feel like people keep losing track of that where it's like, no, Thor just didn't wake up one day and became a bad king. 
he's having trouble being king because he's literally seen the end of the world yeah he knows it's like what's the point you yeah know, what it's is all gonna fucking end i'm gonna die anyway i'm gonna die airless and everything you know yeah it's just it's just gonna be me and thanos will steal my hammer and the infinity gems at the end of time yeah <laughs> i keep meaning to make that video too the the secret story that exists in all donny kate's comics yeah the the backstory and everything that he's building towards for some big event <laughs> Yeah, because he's been telling one story, you know, from Thanos wins onward, like, that's the story. Yeah, yeah. That story, the Black Silver Surfer, and all this other stuff, he's telling one story. I guess Cosmic Ghost Rider also is technically involved in that, too. Yep. Because Cosmic Ghost Rider is also alive at the end of all things mm -hmm. in Thanos Wins. Yep. Really, I'm just looking for an excuse to read Thanos Wins again. Because <laughs> <laughs> what a fun story that was. It's pretty good. All right, I had one last one. What about you? Uh, yeah, I had Flash issue 775. Ooh, what's going on with Wally? Uh, we learned what that fucking glaive thing was that fell from it, fell to Earth. Oh, uh, yeah, we had a lot of theories. Issues. Uh, yeah, so uh, it, it landed in Central City, and uh, Flash like calls in like Superman and Mister Terrific to try and sort it out. Superman can't pull it out of the ground or anything. Oh shit! Uh, and Flash f finds out that like it starts to make people like mad like superman gets really frustrated mm. he can't do it and then leaves and he's like i got better things to do and everyone's <laughs> like what okay well okay whatever uh mr terrific yells at wally to get back to work and everything <laughs> and he goes home and sees linda and linda's all mad because he leaves drawers open like around the <laughs> kitchen and he's he's trying to figure out like what the fuck's going on here and all the people at his work are like quitting because they're like mad like each of them aren't like uh validating each other's theories and everything everyone's got the rage sickness yeah yeah and he's like okay this has something to do with this fucking glaive thing and he ends up fighting trickster who wants the glaive and almost actually gets it uh and then he ends up fighting every villain in central city and then some from out so like ultra humanized oh, uh prometheus uh major oh, force cool all of these people oh, wicked all they all come for the for the glaive they all want the glaive and he ends up uh defeating them all and um they all he ends up building a uh like a special cocoon thing around the glaive from this stuff he was testing in in the lab and it like stops its influence and the and no one remembers what the hell they were doing there so the villains are like we'll be back once we learn why we we're here in the first place <laughs> <laughs> classic villains um so then the power actually ends up exploding from the uh it's like this weird goo inside the it's like a symbiote inside the uh the glaive uh and that's when the villain starbreaker shows up starbreaker is an old old uh uh justice league villain oh really it kind of looks like mr sinister oh i'm googling him right now yeah that that sounds like a deep cut right yeah. there he hasn't been around oh, since like yeah. the, the mid 2000s or something oh yeah i'm seeing him here in justice league of america he's like yeah, an he energy looks like, vampire yes he looks like mr sinister and sinestro had a baby yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and he wants the glaive because he heard it's calling from like space and he came and he's like with our rule the universe and everything he grabs it and then he realizes his mistake as uh we find out that the glaive was actually a prison and inside that prison mm. was eclipso oh and, fuck so eclipso ends up possessing this guy and uh ends up possessing uh starbreaker with the with the glaive and and sinestro uh not sinestro starbreaker 
Eclipso guy uh, is getting ready to fight uh, Flash, but then realizes, ah, Flash is kind of beneath me. Like, why would... And for Wally, classic Wally fashion, he's like, uh, you know, I don't really like this new Eclipso guy. Can you go back to, like, the <laughs> vampire guy? Like, he, he, he was funner. He was more fun. He could grow in size and everything. It's like, and can we hurry this up? i got to get home to a mad wife and everything. And, and uh, Eclipso is like, yeah, I don't have time for you, but we'll be coming back to Earth, and when I come back, there'll be vengeance. And he ends up leaving with the with the staff, and Wally's like, "Well, you know, no one's mad anymore. You know, it's all sorted out in the end." Off. Yeah, uh, and uh, just as he's about to leave for home, Doctor Fate ends up pulling him into another realm, saying and telling him that the uh, the fate of the universe is in his hands. But what, again, <laughs> but but <laughs> well, Wally's reaction to it is so great. He's like, "He's like, really, my hands? They're not really my best feature." And, and Doctor <laughs> Fate just like lets out a defeated sigh. <laughs> <laughs> wow eclipso is getting a lot of play isn't he in the freaking star girl show in that superman and the authority and now in this yeah well i think he this is all tied to our infinite frontier because he was in that as well mm, he's one of the forces right. going to go after the uh the uh great darkness that's right yeah yeah they literally said they you know he's one of the big bads right mm -hmm. up there next to dark side and, he went and back all of these other space folks. so yeah he's probably gone oh, off wow, to fighting justice incarnate or something i don't know holy shit huh well that's cool yeah that, that, that was a cool and i think next issue is he's is uh wally teaming up with uh justice league dark i think oh that's an interesting idea yeah I like that a lot. You uh, you mentioned Major Force is in this. Well, holy yeah. shit, Major Force was in two books this week. <gasps> really? Which is two more than he's been in and I don't know how long. Because <laughs> uh, I read the new Suicide Squad book this week, Suicide Squad 8, and uh, this book continues to be really awesome. Robbie Thompson has really zeroed in into that thing I love about Suicide Squad, and that is no one is safe anything can happen and any weirdo villain can show up yeah like major force <laughs> like major force so the idea is is that waller literally sent her team to hell to steal the rock of eternity of course yes because the rock you know perfectly reasonable thing for the suicide oh, squad yeah. to do and nice bit of connective tissue too because it's like oh yeah the rock of eternity is in hell according to the shazam book isn't yes, it yes yes uh, meanwhile, it's because it's two missions. Half the team goes to do that, and meanwhile, Peacemaker has been dealing with uh, Swamp Thing over in his book. Mm -hmm. And uh, because Ambush Bug is on the team now, he does, like, freaking Deadpool-esque fourth wall-breaking shit. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, Peacemaker's over here. Jeez, it's like he's become a multimedia celebrity or something, and they're putting him <laughs> above the rest of the team. <laughs> so Swamp Thing literally gets Peacemaker's bomb out of his head. Okay. He's like, well, there, I took the bomb out of your head. Now you don't have to fight me for Waller anymore. And Peacemaker's like, get, well, shit, I guess you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can do whatever you want now, dude. You're, you're not my enemy. Yeah, you, you can go, you can go, you can come fight me, fight, fight Waller with me. How about that? Yeah, really. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Peacemaker gets recruited by Rick Flagg and his new anti-suicide squad, Suicide yep. Squad. Yep. <laughs> which is super cool. And I'm like, oh, wow, now we have two squads fighting each other. That's actually really awesome. That's cool, yeah. And he's got, like, Mirror Master on his team and Cheetah, ooh. a Parademon, and now Peacemaker. Ooh, ooh, that's a pretty good team. 
It's a pretty solid team. Meanwhile, everyone else is in hell dealing with the Hell Squad, which are the ghosts of other members of the Suicide Squad <laughs> who died and went to hell. So, like, all the shitty versions of characters. Yes. <laughs> and even ones who died just recently. So, like, Mind Warp is there because he okay. died in, like, issue one. Okay. Also, also, hey, Axe, thank you. Just wanted to say uh, how you've been. We've been good, you know. Uh, the show uh, has been going for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> But we get to spend it with you guys, which what makes it special. Uh, you know, Match is still dealing with the fact that he uh, isn't, uh, what is it, Superboy. And he's ready to kill Mind Warp because he figures, well, Mind Warp's the leader of the Hell Squad. If I kill him, I'll free all the others. Nocturna stops him, though. Okay. Because up until now, Match thought he was Superboy, which means he's been holding on to Superman morality and not killing people. Okay. So Nocturna doesn't want Match to be a bad guy, essentially. Cool. And doesn't want him to be a murderer because they're all hoping that, you know, if Match can find his inner Superman, he can save them all from Waller. Because they're not even prisoners anymore, they're hostages. And he can become the Superman of Earth 3 like he was in Future State. Exactly, we're building up to that. Jace Jensen Deadshot is in hell, I bet. Surprisingly not, actually. I wonder if they're making a statement with that, that by the end Deadshot was a good guy and got to go uh, to heaven. Yeah, I could see that. Well, or he's we'll not actually keep... dead and he's going to appear somewhere that's always a thing too or he's not actually dead uh what was funny is that you know because match can't kill mind warp waller's like ah fuck you wall i'm bringing in a ringer and she brings in major force who kills the <laughs> shit out of mind warp <laughs> that'll do and it <laughs> that'll do and he's just a massive asshole and like yeah. ambush bug because he's all meta and everything but it's like oh this guy has the power of uh what is it captain adam and he's also a fucking misogynist <laughs> <laughs> Again, Major Force, the inventor of fridging. Look it up. He did yep. it first. Yeah, yeah. Keep your Kyle Rayners away from him. Keep Kyle Rayners' girlfriends away from him. You'll kill them in brutal fashion. <laughs> but yeah, that was the book. And I'm just like, man, this book continues to be really fun and interesting. I didn't think that, you know, it would be able to hold up after Tom Taylor did his, like, expert run. But this one continues to be really cool, actually. It's good. It's it's much better now that the book is free from, like, uh, like the... Because it started on... It's movie constraints, and it started on a tie-in with that whole fucking yes. uh, Red X bullshit. Yeah, now that we're done with that, the book is just, like, completely unhinged now in the best way possible. We're, we're going to cross universes and Earths. We're going to bring in weird characters. We're going to go to hell. This book can go anywhere and do anything. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And I love it because of that. Yeah. So is that it, Matt? Is that all the books we've read this week? I uh, think so. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Ma'am this show ended up being so long and i didn't think so after fandom i thought we would be scraping <laughs> well i guess it's on that note everyone will start winding the show down thank you everyone for coming out and hanging out we really appreciate it thank you everyone who donated as always that helps us out a lot if you're a patron and you can become a patron for as little as a dollar a month you'll be able to watch the show back in audio and visual format matt and i try and get that done for you you can use the wild bill promo code down here get yourself some delicious craft soda and uh next week uh be sure to grab your candy and your costumes and everything else because matt and i are going to be doing something special for halloween we're probably going to be watching some sort of shitty horror movie we're not sure yet if it's going to be an amazon watch along or if we're just going to be doing it more analog style or something but we're going to try and do something fun for you all for halloween yeah we'll, we'll let you all know beforehand through like our yeah. twitters and everything we'll put it out i had considered putting out a poll because like we've, yeah. we 
last week we sort of figured out that there's a couple of films that we both yes. have on Amazon and we, we thought maybe we'll just put a poll out on those films and just to decide. See and yeah. You know, it, it was going to be that or we were going to pick like, you know, what's what's some like old shitty black and white Vincent Price thing that's on YouTube that they won't hassle us about. Yeah, yeah. That was an option there. Uh, again, Matt and I had a lot of fun looking at like a lot of really cheesy ass B movies. It reminded us it reminded us of some of the best times we had over at Name Redacted when we would just watch like just pure shit. Like what's the worst thing we can find? Yeah, yeah. I, I was leaning to wanting to do Prom Night 2 which they filmed in Canada has way better actors than you would think. It is just goddamn insane. <laughs> I've seen, but I've seen it and it's, it's pretty insane. It's insane. I know there's nudity in it too, which I thought of might get us in trouble on uh whatchamacallit on a, uh, on Twitch. Well, so, again, you know, again I could I do the whole, like, like oh, it's come, we've got like a stream delay. So I could always like, rip. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. We, and you, you've seen it all the way through. I have not seen it all the way through. I, heard the how did this get made with jason manzoukas seth rogan and oh god who who was the lady from that movie long shot because she did it too and she's like a really respected actress uh i'm not sure uh god who's the actress in this oh i'm losing my goddamn mind it was uh bleh. oh charlie theron oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah charlie theron was on how did this get made talking about <laughs> awesome. prom night too and she loved it she's like man that girl who was crying in the background can she can she just have my academy award i'm just gonna give it to her because that was such good acting i i didn't know Charlize theron was cool and down with shit <laughs> yeah yeah exactly do like some the omega man do like some roger corman shit exactly see you all get what we're about yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll do something fun for that. Again, if Matt and I could do it, we would just watch shitty movies all the time and not even talk about comics. That would just be the show, us <laughs> being like, man, that effect is terrible. Hey, you know, this was filmed. Hey, I'm sure people would love that. I think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Tell you what, if this next one does good, maybe that should be a new Patreon thing. That we'll maybe try that could and be something we do like once a month, end of the month, instead of like this show. We yeah. do like, like a shitty movie. I like that, Matt. You know, I think that would be good because we're nearing 300 episodes now. Mm -hmm. And as much as I love the show and love the audience and love talking with you and everyone, you can only do something, uh, you know, 300 times before it starts to get a little boring. <laughs> well, 300 times plus however many times we did it before this incarnation of this show. True enough. This is like the second, third incarnation of this. <laughs> You're absolutely right, Matt. This is, you know, it's like we're in a marriage, everyone, and this is how we're going to spice it all up so we don't have to go see other <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> uh all right thank you everyone we'll wind this down and again be sure to tune in next week same time same place because we're gonna have something really cool planned for you yeah definitely catch everyone later all right everyone Bye bye <laughs>